There we are. There we are. As soon as I bring <laughs> off the logo, right? <laughs> oh, see, we get, we're a little bit, little bit lower than usual this time, by with the viewership. But I didn't. Uh, it's not unexpected as beautiful as it is. It was a little hot for my liking, but we'll take it. Summer's here. I think. <laughs> hey, hey, Brian. He's on the road somewhere, is what I'm told by his wife when when she picked Uh-oh. up his guns and 701 stuff last week. Yeah, and some uh, stuff from 2A701 from Leon. Awesome. Well, thanks, Brian. We, of course, always appreciate the support. He's got Absolutely. his new gear. Hey, Dan, good to see you from over in the Dickinson area, guys. There, guys are signing in. Good to see everybody. Eric awesome. <laughs> Eric said he went out and uh, sounds like he did what we want to be doing, popped some prairie dogs. <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous, man. I'm always jealous when somebody gets to do that. I love it. Now he's grilling burgers and drinking peach crown. Well, I got my uh, <laughs> sounds good. I got my Alabama uh, uh, a- a- ingredients here from my buddies down there in Alabama. I, I love it. That's good stuff. And uh, do it in moderation. Don't trust me yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get Coors Light in here, so I mean, you know, beer. I guess I beer. Coors Light hey, wants to start paying us. I'll tell them. <laughs> there we go. Hey, Kevin, good to see you from Big Bad Pennsylvania. Yeah. Of course, Brian chimed in. He says, not yet. He says, nearing to eight. Well, he's out down by Arkansas, evidently, huh? No, you're going to Alaska. Alaska. Sorry, AK yeah. there. Yeah. I'm going to need to get different ones. It looks yeah, like you're stocked up on guns in the 701 gear for heading out there. You're going to look good. Good up deal. There. Good deal. All right. Well, let's get started like we do each and every show with the Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Again, that's the most important amendment. I say that every every show, but it is. The second, it protects them all, and without it, we don't have this even. So, that's as we true. can see, we've seen assaults on our First Amendment rights. Oh, yeah. All <laughs> and, the time. Uh, we knew it was coming. So, I think we had right. a good show tonight. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it is. I think it always is, but you know, it could be. You know, I'm not wrong. So, I'm not right all the time for sure. Oh yeah, I got to do, do a little show and tell as always, <laughs> guys. This is a this is the Browning Buckmark. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> this here. Those are awesome, though, man. Yeah, it's it's kind of a gold. Um, I don't know. It's it's stainless, but it's anodized. You can't see mm-hmm. it probably in the camera, but see, it's kind of like got that gold. Yeah, it looks it. different color there tone they only produced uh, this particular model for a couple of years this was uh, one that i bought from my father-in-law years ago um he found out a gun show didn't want it um he's got a regular one as well that's a blue with the wood handles and mm-hmm. i'll tell you what i actually i love this gun this baby here is rugged it, it fails very often even with crappy 22 ammo but then you gotta clean mm-hmm. it real good um i gotta i just i love the feel of this gun i really do it's got the slap side on it and it's just a, an excellent gun for just going out and plinking. Yeah, yeah. I love, I've shot Brownings. They're, they're super accurate guns. Uh, oh, Clay, yeah. I'm not quite as, I'm, you know, old boring me. I just got my uh, Ruger LC9S here at the. All right. Biden, uh, salt Biden lung blower. Yeah. Nine nine round of salt clip magazine in there. Salt clip. <laughs> I love it. That's usually my winter care. And I switch yeah. over to shorts and not wearing hoodies and whatnot and jackets all the time. I got a small with a smaller magazine and, uh, <laughs> and a smaller holster. Yeah. Hey Trampas, good to see you. He must got done Kevin too. Trampas, I'm almost done. I, I I'm guessing you are too. So it's been a really long winter and a long spring, but uh I think we've turned that corner, but good to have you back here. Kenny's on. Hey, Kenny, good to see you here tonight. Uh, 
Fireball and Fargo. <laughs> hey, Kenny, what you got to look for is uh, some lead slingers. They make a fireball variant, and but lead slingers is 100% right. pro Second Amendment. In fact, a uh, friend of the show, Leon Francis, was back here last Friday, and he stopped at a local liquor store, and he did find some lead slingers. Did he? he bought some, so yeah. We yeah. may, maybe we have to talk to them. They can sponsor us. I can get it on the ground floor. <laughs> That's what I said. I got to buy some, and if it's good, just send them a little clip of us having, having fun with it. So There we go. All right. And Brian, he goes, I'll be supporting uh, G&T 701 and Leon all the way across Canada and the whole time I'm in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. love That's it. Good Thanks, to hear. Brian. That's um, awesome, man. What, what's he going to? Did he tell you why he's going to Alaska hunting? I, he else? did. His wife, I think they're going up there for three weeks. For, oh, wow. I guess I don't know what. Hey, Donna chimed in. I don't know if it's Donna or Jeff, but welcome to both of them. If you're both listening, great to have yep. uh, have you listening. I actually talked to both of them at uh, the, when the honor flight came back at the airport mm. the other night. So, yeah. Yeah, Gene, um, I told Leon to go. I hate saying it, but okay, they went up to Willikers because Leon didn't find it in Fargo. And he did find it up there. He bought some bourbon, I think, and he sent me a mm. pic some fireball looking stuff and something else <laughs> yeah all right clayton all right maybe we should um, get down to business yeah so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to give you the poll results that we put up last thursday and the question to that poll was uh there it is oh, clay's on the ball right there should north dakota have an official state firearm yes no or irrelevant so should we start low and go high clayton sure i was actually surprised at this but me too yeah, me too all right, so we had 53 total votes. Um, the least amount of votes was no, was two. Irrelevant was eight, and yes, 43. So oh. I guess that tells me we got to start pushing this state gun thing, right, yeah, Clay? 50, 53 total votes. Yeah, we got 81% there uh, in the yes <laughs> yeah. category. And yeah. It's funny, uh, though. I appreciate I, everybody participating in that. So I, I like more part of that. Well, what we had last week, I think 55, we had 53. Something like that, but, yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna do it every week. So and my wife voted no. What the heck? She <laughs> yeah. two votes. Was well, better than my wife. She didn't even vote. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't go through. Did Todd make his vote? We, we have to get I him. don't know. We're gonna ask him Friday because we were riding. Uh, <laughs> yes, we were. So. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I, I and I can tell you right now, guys. We talked. You know, we touched on this last week. Everything that happened in the house. There was a bill there, and. It come out. It was a Senate continuing resolution, and it just it failed due to some emotional um, yep. testimony on the floor, some crying and some other crap. So, yeah, we're gonna bring it back. I, I'm gonna make it a priority next year. So, hey Donna, you can tell Jeff I'm gonna probably uh, being we we had a bill in there for the 50 cal stuff. I think now we'll, we'll go after and tackle this state gun deal and get behind yeah. it. And Gene, the I, state gun was, uh, what did Teddy Roosevelt have? What year model lever action was that, Clayton? Oh, 1876, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, Five yeah. or six. An indigenous gal who was a state representative testified that he killed too many buffalo with it. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, but of course, we got pictures of uh, and articles with Geronimo and the guys. They love their lever action. So I, don't, I think that was a weak argument. But the House of Representatives, they, they buckled. Oh, they yeah. buckled on it. So they sure did. Uh and you know, after I read that uh Geronimo <laughs> article, I think I got a yeah. new one just for Midwest Badass Geronimo. Yeah, yeah. I know I thought that too. That was a good article. He, Geronimo had he, <laughs> he, he he'd probably vote for water guns. You're right, Donna. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, they probably won't feel Unless somebody yeah. came up and said, hey, somebody scored at me in the eye when I was a kid and I'm traumatized by it, then they'd probably vote well, it down. Maybe the representative that had such a problem with it, maybe water is life and she'll go for the water gun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Way to tie that in, Clayton. <laughs> nice one, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, all right, yeah, Clayton. I think hit on Gene's her... right. I think Gene is right. I think it was the 1895 and a 405. I think the bill they brought, though, was the 1876. Or sorry, 1896, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that that he's right on that. And he, I know that I know Teddy favored that 405. He loved it. So mm-hmm. yeah, Gordy, good to see you hey, tonight. Gordy. All right, we probably better get to it. Yeah, let's hit it. Seven ten here. I'm trying to keep this at one fifteen. So it's... <laughs> so I'll put this up right away. How about that? And what do you like to call this, Dink? Uh, Beto O'Dork. <laughs> Beto O'Dork. I love it. Beta O'Dork. I'm sorry. I was like, Beta, Beta, Beta O'Dork. And uh, the reason we bring, I put a picture here for everybody on the podcast. We got a picture of him when he was at the debates in 2019. And we're going to tie all that in here in a little bit. <laughs> uh, it, it, but I'll, I'll let you start off with this, Jamie. Yeah. So uh, if, if anybody doesn't know, we'll catch you up to speed. There was uh an illegal alien man in, in Mexico or in Mexico and Texas <laughs> who uh, he murdered. What did he murder, Clay? Five, five people and, and, and wounded an four. Eight, yeah, yeah an eight-year-old. Eight yeah, so they're, and they couldn't find the guy. But here's an update on this guy. I mean, you want if your blood isn't boiling, it's, mm. it's about to. So this is updated uh, from Breitbart um, yes, on 5-1-23. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Officials Provided updated information on the killer of five Honduran migrants. I don't know if they were legal or not, irrelevant to what we're going to talk about right now, but (laughs) not to the guy who did the killing, though. Officials reported that an immigrant judge just ordered Francisco Oropesa Perez Torres, 38, to be removed from the United States the first time, March 19, 2009. ICE enforcement and removal operations officers deported the Mexican immigrant later that month. Subsequent to this, Oro Peza illegally re-entered the U.S. and is removed once again in September 2009. He was removed two more times in January 2012 and 2016. And in January 2012, he was convicted of, of a DUI and put in prison and jail for uh, an unreported period of incarceration. Wow. But yet here four he is. The, the guy is living here. He's living here. Right, Clay? Yep. He's got living a gun. Here. He's already been deported. Which, by the way, everybody, if you're an illegal alien in the United States, it is already illegal for you to have a firearm. Yeah. So there's one law that he broke. It's already, and as everybody everybody knows, it's illegal to murder somebody. And it's illegal to murder. So there we go. There's three right off the top of our head. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy killed four women. I think they were all women and one child and wounded a couple. Well, uh. Let's see. We got uh, Julissa Molina Riviera, age 31. Sonia Argentina Guzman, age 25. Diana Ven- what Velacla. I'm not very good with these names. Velasquez, Alvarado, age 21. Yep. Uh, Jose Jonathan uh, Casares, 18 years old. And Daniel Enrique Lasso is age five or mm-hmm. age eight. Sorry. 
So yeah, and he died on the way to the hospital. If I if I understood that the eight year old did. Or yeah, I think he got there and they tried to revive him, but it was he was dead yeah, by then. The other four were dead on the scene. So and they did. So you know this big brave hard ass who who went over there with his gun and and killed these people. <laughs> they did they did capture him yesterday, and guess where they found him? He was in a closet. Well, of, uh, here, do you want it? Do you want the live announcement of that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Here, I, I happen to have that. Here we go. This guy's unreal. Sheriff Greg Caper, San Jacinto County Sheriff's Office, uh, with great news. Uh, the suspect is in custody. I have just left Montgomery County Jail where he was taken, and he has been magistrated. He now will be taken to my jail and uh, where his new residence will be. Um, I would like to thank the men behind me and the women behind me. They're not women here right now, but they, everybody played a very, very integral part in the arrest and capture of this coward. Um, everybody behind me has worked tirelessly. I know that there are several uh, people out of these 225 plus officers in, at this scene, not to include the millions of, of people, thanks to the media, y'all push the message out. Uh, but we've had calls from Wyoming, Florida, South Texas, North Texas, Oklahoma, Maryland, and those are just a few of the places. We were here, they were there, bottom line is, we now have this man in custody. He was caught hiding in a closet underneath some laundry. They, was, they effectively made the arrest. He is uninjured and he is currently being taken to my facility in Cold Springs. I love how he referred to him as a coward. Yeah, I, I, if you're on the, I don't know if anybody. It was kind of, it was really hard for me to hear that actually. Clay. It, yeah, it was. It was. I know, I, not stereo. Uh, they arrested this guy hiding under a, a pile of clothes in the closet, and they arrested the people that were in the in the, in the house that he was arrested yeah. in too. So, but yeah, I, he is yeah. he is a coward. I mean, you know what? If you're gonna do something like that, buddy, have, have the have the sack to have a shootout with the freaking police. If you're such a big man, instead of shooting women and kids <laughs> in the back of the head, you chicken shit. God, that pisses me uh, off. Doug illegal. Said, the guy. Yep, four illegal. times they got rid of this son of a bitch, and he's still here. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was deported twice within about four months. Uh, that first time in 2009. And he had a. He was living here. He had a place he to live here. for Christ's sake. Now they, and they, they knew they knew that he'd done this before. Even Clay yep. was shooting his gun in his yard. And they had—I <laughs> mean, they had to know where he was. What but the hell is going on? Well, I mean, they this, knew about him before. This is Biden's America, plain and simple. I, I mean, Just, to be fair, and I—I I, don't—I hate to bring it up, but the guy was living here when freaking Trump was president. True. Mm -hmm. What the hell? That's why well, I said when someone Trump got in, everybody job, was right? illegal. I, what I want, line the freaking bosses up and send them back. And I want, and if Trump wins again, that's the same thing I'm going to be calling for. Well, I don't get, you, I'll drive one of the some bitches. Did you catch one of Trump's speeches here? Lyle's two speeches ago, one of his little rallies. Mm -mm. He actually said that in his rally that this time we're we're deporting all of them. I think good. He, I think he good. learned his lesson, and I think it's a good thing. Um, 
They're, that's the only way to solve this. You cannot cater yeah. to these people, and, and before, they're not here. Yeah. They're just here to work. Oh, really? Oh, it looks like. And before here somebody hears it, boy, that JD sure racist. I don't want people here from freaking Russia or Finland or anyway. We got enough shitheads oh, here that won't assimilate to this country. And until they, if you want to have H one N one worker visas, go ahead. But letting people in here to live, no. We no, got enough people no. here who won't assimilate to this country and don't like it. Screw it. I want a twenty five year moratorium on any and all immigration from every damn country. So if you come up with this racist bigot, any of this other bullshit, you go KMA. That's not what it is. It has nothing to do with your skin color. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. All right, Clayton. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I got to add this. Doug says, at least Texas has a death penalty. <laughs> You're right. They do. It'll be interesting to see how they handle this. Um, I like Eric's comment there, actually. Which one? Oh, too bad he was oh, uninjured. Yeah, too bad he was. So yeah. speaking of that, though, it looks like when he was being transferred then, back to the other jurisdiction something must have happened i i caught it just a little blip on a newscast and mm -hmm. i have didn't have time before the show here because we, we were out of time to to go research that so i'll find out if that's true so maybe maybe he did trip and fall <laughs> like trump said that time remember it's real bad guys and he put them in a cop car and make sure their head isn't low enough a few <laughs> times boom yeah <laughs> all right so let's go to beto here clayton wow i really blew up with my mic's a little in my own ears Gene, Gene Cox, he added, Mex Mexico will be outraged when Texas seeks a death. Yeah. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, any ridiculous thing you can throw out, I mean, that's. Yep. Absolutely. You're right, Lynette. They're not here to work. They're here. They want to take over. They want to make little yeah. Mexico yeah. right here in the United States. And Immig many of them Immigration now yeah. and refugees coming here is, has nothing to do with making life better for people. Mm -mm. It's it's to shift political power. And Oh, J.D., uh, you, you're a damn hypocrite because your relatives came here. My immigrant, my family immigrated here in the early 1900s. It was for uh, for the country. They needed population growth and for and for the economy to grow. We don't need a bigger population here anymore. No, like I said, no. most of the, these people coming here now don't assimilate anyways. I'm sorry. Some of them do. I got you. but You just said it, Jamie. There was a difference. When those people came time. over, they assimilated and became Americans. Yep. Now they just come here and they want to stay who they are, speak their own language, and then reap, reap the fruits of this country and never give nothing back. And that is a huge difference. Not all of them. Yep. There, I've met some great guys who do it right. But uh, there, that's a, yeah. most of them. It's not good, guys. When you go, to well, we already went, Clayton. We went over that how gun can how immigration legally or otherwise is is anti Second Amendment. We did a show on that, a yep. segment segment on that. How the vast majority of immigrants, legal or otherwise, end up being Democrats and Democrat parties, hundred hundred percent, basically against your Second Amendment rights. So yeah, absolutely. You know. Anyway, let's go to Beto. Let's go, everybody. Oh. Beta boy. All old, right, old Beta. Oh, show you how we're going to tie this in now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Beta, he comes out, Clayton. Uh, unless you got a little, unless you got a deal you're going to put up there. I'm going to, I'm going to read. Go some. for it. I, all uh, I had was I can put the picture back up. There. Okay. Unsuccessful Senate presidential and gubernatorial hopeful Beta O'Dork called for <laughs> more gun control. Of course, in response to the news that an illegal alien who had been deported four times and shot and killed five Honduran neighbors in Cleveland, Texas. All right. Allegedly, he all right, he probably just said an AR-15 or an AR variant, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it was obviously one of those instead of allegedly. O'Dork responded to the attack via Twitter, writing, Our hearts go out to those who lost loved ones in San Jacinto County, if I mispronounce that, I'm sorry, last night. AR-15s are designed for one purpose, 
to kill people who either accept their continued sale as the price of living and dying in America, or we do the right thing and limit them to military use. Wow. All right, Clay, I see a few things wrong with that. I'm going to let you go ahead and go, and then I'll go. Yeah, well, first of all, um, <laughs> the price of living and dying, that that's just kind of funny. That's the, the price we pay to have a legally sold firearm that has nothing to do with that which has been used um, in many defensive situations right you know ones. and to kill people that's all it's designed for really i don't know i, I went on a hunt, little shooting trip with you down to take some pea dogs out and yep. uh i don't know they looked like they worked real well i'm gonna interject um, something to you right there yeah, clay go for it um muskets were they just designed for hunting or Ooh. what do you oh. think they were huh Let's see. Uh, I believe we used them in a Revolutionary yeah, War. Yeah. I believe we okay. used them in a Civil War. Bolt the action. The first American bolt War. action. The first bolt action rifle, Clay. What was that used for? Was that civilian or military use for oh, killing that'd people? Be, that that was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, Beto. I was gonna say it was for it killing was, people. It was. It's for killing people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what bow and arrows were for and spears, Beto? For killing people. You you disingenuous let's, let's piece. Just, of... Let's just put this out here. Every single. Pretty much any rifle has become a, a variant weapon, of some Clay. kind. Weapon, yeah. Axe, tomahawk. Yeah, well, any weapon has become a derivative of something that was used in battle. Plain and yep. simple. Or I a mean, civilian developed it and the military took it over adopted and Adopted it. it. Yep, absolutely. It goes both ways. I mean. So, yes, hunting and for killing people, <laughs> if you want to put it that way. I like to call it defense <laughs> of myself or defense of the country. Uh, plain and simple. <laughs> Yeah. Keith O'Donnell says, if we just shot a few at the border, they'd stop coming. How many times have you heard me say that? I could shut this border down in less than 48 hours, but it's not going to be a popular decision what I would do. Yeah. I mean, yes, I would I would, I would, would shut down that southern border, do, and I'd do the same thing on the northern border. Do what's necessary, for sure. Absolutely. Both borders. Yeah, I don't give a crap. I so, want them all sealed. Something else in this is that yeah, he wants to do the right thing and limit them to military use. Huh. Oh, let's see. We talked about this, too. Mm -hmm. When was the first time that the AR actually saw military use? (laughs) Yeah, over in Ukraine. Ukraine. We have a winner. How about the Ukraine guys? Our military doesn't use AR-15s. The AR-15 wasn't used in the military. I think Keith's on on here. He knows that. Keith, I think he was. I'm not sure if he's listening, but yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Keith knows as well as anybody that they had select fire. Uh, you know, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, they're I'm not going to go into how they are 15s. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't need to tell you what that is. Yeah. Eric says anything is a weapon. How many people get beat to death by the, by a fist? Way more than you killed with, that, with all rifles combined in America. Right there, the original salt yeah. weapon. We made that T-shirt. Yep. That, Todd uh, Mitchell, dude. proud. What do you say? Double or triple XL when you made them? Yep, we made a triple X for Todd. He <laughs> loves it. It's the original salt weapon. It's a it's a rock. And then, of course, I added a little, little uh, stock to the end of it in a, in a big bag. Uh, I really like that bag, too. Yeah, Clay had to make it in a salt <laughs> rock. You know, it was just made for pounding in tent stakes until he did that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There you go. Keith says, yep. The first one was the M16A1. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gene Cox, Marco Polo brought gunpowder back from China. First thing after that, the cannon was invented. Yeah. <laughs> there hey, we go. Appreciate the Chinese and Marco Polo for that. Absolutely. All right, Clay, should we do a quick commercial here? And then... Yes, we should. Let's okay, uh, take so, a uh, quick time out. Yep. And after that, we're going to come back, Clayton. We're going to hit uh-huh. on... Yeah, everybody knows a two-inch quote snub nose revolver, right? We're gonna well, we're gonna give you, you 
Yeah. Should we? Should we? Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll announce our little giveaway, and we'll we'll have the question, and oh, then sometime before forgot. that, yep. let's do that first. Yeah. Okay. We'll do this. We'll do this profit time out here. We'll come back and get yeah. ready. We're gonna have Clay's gonna give you the question, and I'll tell you what we're giving away here. Hang on. And the 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. And we want to thank Axe, Doug and the boys down there at Lower Auto yeah, Repair. Absolutely. A uh, great sponsor of Guns in the 701. We also want to thank the blind guy in North Dakota, 701-222-3932. And Mandan Sporting Goods right down there in Main oh, Street, yeah. Mandan. Check them out, guys. They've got <laughs> some of the best selection of powder and guns probably around. For Mandan sure. Sporting I was just goods. in there. So, You know what's funny, Clay, real quick before you get to this? Clay yes. and I like kind of trimmed down our, our, our roster here, what we were going to throw in the queue. And, man, it ain't freaking working. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't, is it? It ain't working, Clay. All right, go ahead, Clay. I'll tell you what. Here's what we're giving away. Yep. Thanks to go Marty ahead, Beard. You got Great. a picture of it there? I, I, well, let's see here. Kind of. Okay. Uh, blue. There you go. Blue. Blue I'll read what it says in there. Yeah, it's called go. the marty gave me a couple of these we're going to give another one away but it's a, called the blue collar tactical that's who made this thing it's a patriot rifle sling right on the cover proudly made in the usa uh one and a quarter inch tube nylon webbing for added comfort compatible with any one and a quarter inch uh sling mount 70 inch max length for ult ultimate adjustment high quality tri glides super simple to use mm. and they even say right here even you can figure it out <laughs> and 100 stealth mode no metal parts to clang around and right on the back here clay, they, these guys even define what a patriot is here clay you're gonna love this oh let's hear that the patriot it says and says definition a person who vigorously supports their country and is prepared to defend it against enemies or detractors mm. this thing is made in america for americans like you and they got i can't read it they got a bunch this this is cool man it's coyote tan um looks like a you know basic sling like it's just going to work for your rifle whatever you got you don't want some big uh clunky sling I, I think this would be a sweet ar sling actually but so all right clayton i'm gonna shut up and whoever gets the uh, right the first correct answer in the chats is like you you go ahead and send me your address to jd at guns in the and i'll mail that baby out to you I don't know if you know. I lost you guys for a while. I for a split lost second you. there, I saw you. You're okay. all right. <laughs> so, all right. So, we got a cool sling. You know what? Being you had that whole thing about defying a patriot. Mm -hmm. How about this? Yeah. Militia is only a bad Ooh. word if you're a tyrant. Hey, Clay, keep that. I want that on the next shirt you and Danelle make me. That is <laughs> okay. freaking badass. I love it. That is, that, that's 100% correct, too. If you don't like the militia, you think it's bad? I got bad news for you. You are the freaking militia. Buy the Second it's Amendment. It's got a 
It's got what looks like an old, you know, the old style. He's got the Betsy Ross flag slung over, and then he's got his AR right over the, you know, it's awesome. That's some real MVE shit right there. If you're listening on the podcast, if you want to see that picture, go ahead and get on YouTube or Facebook and check out the the, uh, live cast. I mean, I I just want that saying on there. I think that's badass. We can make that happen. We can come up. Not only is it badass, Clay, it's factual. It's factual. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, guys. Right, so here this, we go. Here we so, go, man. Get ready. Get ready, guys. First people, you know, I have to. Those of you guys that went to NRA banquets might remember this. So Winchester, as we all know, was you know was producing guns in the United States in 1894. Until if you can tell me, I don't need the exact date. Tell me the year that Winchester ceased production of their winchester rifles and last ones i'll tell you this came off the line were the model 94s and they went to the nra banquets and we we got the very last firearms the new ones they're made in japan yeah the the ones that were the last ones produced in new haven connecticut give us the year that happened and you'll be our winner. First yeah. one to come in with the comments. Why don't you read a few of these other comments here, Clay? I know we're kind of – I'm sorry if we didn't get to all your comments. Clay and I were rolling there. We got some good yeah. comments over here. Um. Well, we, we got jeans in there, and I'll put it up there. Marco yeah, Bowl, yeah, yeah. He brought gunpowder yep. back from China, and, then, of course, we got a cannon. Uh, Eric Newman's got uh, anything as a weapon. How many people get beat to death with a fist? <laughs> uh, yeah. As I said, way more yep. than all rifles combined. Oh, oh look at Kenny. Damn, Kenny he drops a bomb on us right away. <laughs> Boom, 2006. Whoa. Absolutely right. Oh, Kenny drops the daisy cutter, man. Well, All right, yeah, so, sorry. Uh, Gene, 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 Gene he's been getting real. Uh, what happened if that, that might have been the last one sold, but the last ones that actually came off the production line were 2006, and, of course, we had some in the NRA banquets. Uh, after that, they were the Model 94s. So, anyway. Kenny, you are our winner today. Yeah. 2006. And that's uh, that's the yeah. date. I, I even went and double-checked it with, with Winchester's uh, dateline. So that's where we got that from. I'll tell you what, Kenny. I'm going to look right now. If I didn't save your your uh, address. Because, Ken, hey, Kenny's a great American. He bought some he bought some swag from the from Guns in the 701. So let's there see here. All right. Well, yeah, read that comment of my mom's. Yeah, there you go. Way to go. She yeah. says, it says Jumbo Joe, but I know that's not what she means. <laughs> yeah. Paul, <laughs> she says, now the National Guard gets to go down there and babysit the illegals. Way to go, Jumbo Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard that too today. I was like, you kidding me? Hey, Charlie, uh, good to see you on there. By the way, uh, my turkeys are still here, but uh, there's only eight of them left. Uh, they kind of had a, they had a very, 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 um, hard winter let's just put it that way so yeah we're gonna let them build up their population again but yeah he wants to get one of those one of those shirts he says uh he'll buy what, one what of those. size you need charlie you'll have to let us know yeah i'm guessing he wants one with that new saying on it be my guess <laughs> yeah kenny i just look uh unless it's hold on a minute go ahead clayton i'm gonna i'm gonna check this out again i might have kenny's deal on facebook here but yeah, that um, I'm guessing that'll be the new one. Charlie, just let us know which one you want. I'm guessing you want a new saying, but we uh, we just thought about doing that, so we don't even have. I got you, made. Ken. Oh, hold on a minute here. Yep, Kenny, I got I got your address. Don't worry about it, buddy. I'll uh, I'll either have it in the mail tomorrow or Friday. And email uh, Jamie there at jd at gunsinthe seven hundred one dot com uh, if you want a shirt. 
and yep. give them your size. That's kind of important. We need your address and your size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're still working on. I know we keep saying this. I think we got we got. Clay's got something going there with somebody, but so yeah. Until then, we're we're doing we're doing it. That, I mean, it's trust me. You guys think it's painful? It's painful to uh, me too. Because David, yeah. if you're listening, we're gonna definitely get together on that. Uh, I liked what he had there, so uh, yeah, maybe we can get it going. I know he's on the road hauling a lot of anhydrous right now. Yeah, and he listens to us when he's on the road in his rig, man. Yes, I appreciate does. that, Dave. That's awesome, buddy. Love your support. There you All go. Right, Gene, Gene come up. He goes, "Oh, that was us repeating ours." <laughs> All right. Anyway, hey Gene, I gotta say real quick. He said, "Remember when he said H and R made ARs?" And I was like, "Wow, I never heard that before." Hell, and he was right, man. They make uh, Gene's a Gene's a knowledgeable guy about guns. H and R makes a, a lot of that just, stuff. Just a little. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Appreciate that. All right, Clay, you want to start off on this sto- snubby story? Or you want me to do it? Sure, I can. Uh, let me grab my new sheet. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah gonna... I uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so I'm bring up. I got a graphic here. How about that? okay? Okay. Here we go. The Fitz there. special, guys. Look at that little baby. Yeah. <laughs> little snub nose. And uh, what the, we got this, I believe this come from American Rifleman, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Oh, NRA American so, Rifleman. A little background is uh, this is about uh, John Henry Fitzgerald. He's born 1870. He spent much of his time. He was a bare knuckle prize fighter, guys. Long, that was before the, the gloves came out. Uh, this guy, he did it with his yeah. bare hands, and that was his big thing. But he uh, he really enjoyed firearms, and uh, he developed an, an interest in that in, in an early age. He became a champion pistol shot. Developed good relations with police officers that he met, and he preferred Colt revolvers, according to the information here. Mm-hmm. And especially the new service, uh, or new, especially the new service rifle uh, pistols. And then he became quite adept in improving the action. So what he did is he take them kind of like some of us. That's what we did, right? We. Mm-hmm. We've taken guns yeah. apart and yeah, love like hey, what like we can change this, customize it. That's that. why ours are awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's tink- I call it Tinker Toys for Men, mm-hmm. <laughs> not Beta Boys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so what he did is he started adjusting the springs, smoothing out the actions, just messing around with the internal parts. Uh, in 1918, he became well known uh, for for being a hell of a shooter, mm-hmm. and then he became. Well, Colt Firearms, as any good company would do, they hired him as their spokesman. Yep. And uh, that's kind of what got him his start. Kind of like yeah, some gun company should do for you and me. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I I, I, we, we might have to work on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Or whiskey companies. Whiskey works, yeah. <laughs> okay, go I ahead. I guess I'll have to actually drink a name brand and not a home brew. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, um, he, he became a competitive target shooter. His association with law enforcement critics, uh, or circle silence. Mm-hmm. Yep. It generated an interest in defensive re- revolvers, especially those that could be carried and concealed. That was the main point. He really wanted to be concealed. Yep. And he began to he began to develop the two-inch barrel defensive revolver. And that would unofficially bear his name. And then it ended up revolution revolutionizing mm-hmm. the concealed carry uh, revolver as we know it. And it became known as the Fitz Special. So yeah. I'll, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's no exact um, record as to how many as to when Fitz began you know developing this idea exactly. It was early to mid uh, 1920s. He began working on the 45 Colt New Service and other other Colt revolvers. Um, the hallmark modifications that he did to these um, was a shortening the barrel to two inches, shortening the ejector, restamped the caliber on the left side of the barrel, installing a lower front sight. 
shortening and rounding the butt, removing a hammer spur. And along with that, Clay, because I saw that and I was like, because you know how it is if you don't cock the hammer hard. He did, they said he did a superb double action job, trigger job on it, rounded off sharp edges, and most notably, uh, <laughs> which I don't get. I think Keith put on it's a toe shooter, which removed <laughs> the forward portion of the trigger guard, which in my mind, he must have thought he could get to the trigger quicker. Um, and so, yeah, if you look at that picture, yeah, it's kind of, um, yeah, yeah, it is. So the reason that before the reason that was... for the short barrel and why, why he did that, which kind of caught my attention to this story was, was the uh, ammunition back in those days wasn't exactly reliable, which they called squib rounds. And of course, Mr. Fitzgerald was kind of a, you know, he worked on guns, so he was kind of a gunsmith and he noted that. Every time one of these squibs wouldn't come out of the end of the barrel, they, they made it at least past two inches of the barrel before they got stuck. So he surmised if I cut this thing off at two inches, even if it's a squib round, it's still going to pop out of here, not going to jam up on me. Hey, you think about that. Now, no one thinks about the reasoning. They're like, oh, just a little two-inch snub nose. And, of course, you know, the Saturday night special. Anyway, it had nothing to do with uh, – you know what what it became in modern day it was actually had a legitimate reason right i mean that and everything else he had other than that goofy trigger guard thing perfect yeah. as far as i'm concerned you know but yeah and uh <laughs> i mean i've shot two i've seen two inch barrels i've shot them like that and and in my what comes to mind to me is my cousin on, on second amendment day a few years back um he had a he had a revolver it was my cousin or his dad my uncle myron and I was like, man, there's no way. It was a Smith and Wesson. Mm-hmm. And I was about 25 yards away from one of the gongs. And I was like, man, if I hit this thing, I'm going to be shocked at this little barrel. I actually yeah. <laughs> shot that thing. I shot like four rounds. And I'll bet you they were inside of a, of a soccer ball there at 25. And I was like, oh, I didn't expect that, which was, they're, yeah, you know, they're, which is they're... freaking awesome. So, I mean, Fitz must have did the same thing. And if he was a champion shooter, you know. Uh, I don't know why he carried a gun. He was a big bare knuckle. I'm, I'm going to say this sarcastically because he's a bare knuckle fighter, you know, and I mean, his genitalia must have been smaller. So I don't know if he had to carry a gun around. I if there's a Democrat listening. Yeah, that's right. That's a... I remember we were talking about that earlier. Weren't yeah. We? Tune in Friday to Todd. So we got another one. But yeah, I mean, yeah. if you're a bare knuckle fighter and hey, liberals, um, the guy wasn't scared of anything. He carried a no. gun in case somebody else had one, had nothing to do with right. the size of his of his sumo bush or, or his fighting skills. So. And, and, and we're, I'm, I have a theory on that, but yeah, you have to tune in Friday. <laughs> <Yeah. that>. <laughs> so Clay, he, the, hey, the by the way, I got to interrupt you. Yep. Charlie says he needs a two X. So, okay. Well, yeah, you're coming up. I told you I need some more of those. My cousin, uh, yeah. James listens to the show. He's coming up in a couple of weeks and he wants to buy some swag and he's not a small and, man. He, he ain't got I, a tank um, on him. He's just a big freaking dude. And I got some bad news. I didn't. I think I'm out of two Xers. Uh-oh. So I'm have to order some in. Yeah, you better. Well, I, I didn't order. That's going to cost you another five bucks, Charlie. Got special order. <laughs> special order, right? So, so Fitz had some um, notable, uh, famous people that actually wanted this gun here. The Fitz Special is what it became known. You know, like I said, there was. You know, uh, it sounds like there was a lot of them, but there was debate. Forty made fifty. Some reports are 100, 200 was the highest, but um, this this is the most famous person I I, I read in this that, that had one. Um, the Fitz Special Colt Detective, the most famous version of the Fitz, 
um, shipped to Charles Lindbergh, as anybody who actually uh-huh. paid attention to history class, famous aviator, on October 9, 34, following the kidnapping and murder of his infant son, which I totally forgot about till I read this. Mm. That happened to Charles Lindbergh. But yeah, he got he got himself a fit special after that. And this this kind of ties you like Chuck Norris, Clay? I like Chuck, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people love Chuck Norris on our side yes. here. So um, this guy, there's a lot of people. Well, I'll go with one more of the Fitz special. They found one, one of the one of those that are still around, the 1924 Colt 38 Army Special, nickel plated. Guess where this thing is recovered? Clay it was recovered from Clyde Barrow's car after he and Bonnie Parker were killed oh, really? by police. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm learning something too. <laughs> yeah, so Clyde had one. So I mean, this kind of raises the question too. Um, you know, was old Fitz a semi-auto man or what? And the only thing in the article I found, there was a Captain Manuel T, his nickname, Lone Wolf Gonzalez, a legendary Texas mm. Ranger to 2051. So in my mind, Lone Wolf McQuaid, the movie, remember? Maybe. Chuck Norris? Maybe Love that, that movie. That Great movie. J.J. McQuaid, yeah. Maybe that's what they made it after was this guy. Could be. He, he carried a pair of gold engraved Colt commercial 45 uh, ACP 1911s, which are on display actually at the Texas Ranger Museum in Waco, Texas. These two pistols had their trigger guards almost completely cut away, just like the Fitz hmm. special revolvers, right? And are sometimes referred to as as Fitz, but there's no evidence that that these pistols were modified by Fitz. So maybe maybe uh, Lone Wolf Gonzalez just decided he was going to cut them babies off by himself, right? Well, it'd be easy enough to do. I mean, any, anybody with any kind of knowledge could <laughs> Man, do that it. just looks dangerous. I, I just had put the picture. Gun. For those of you on the podcast, I just had to put the picture back up there. Yeah. Just as a funky-looking... <laughs> what do you trigger. think about uh what about a three-quarter moon there probably on the I trigger suppose, yeah probably. got a little on the bottom cover but but straight forward you shove that in your trigger and if he did it in your pocket and he done a trigger job on it, you might yeah what key say toe shooter toe shooter yeah 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 that's a, that's a great analogy there keith for sure, for sure. yeah it is I, yeah no i i didn't realize i mean i'd read i kind of skimmed over that article uh when we first looked mm-hmm. at that but i didn't realize that uh yeah, it was in Clyde Barrow's car. I mean, yeah, kind of cool. That's cool, Bonnie man. And Clyde, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, so, one. but yeah, but this, this, this thing. If you got a snub nose revolver, I mean, the fits, the old boxer and the and the pistol shooter is a young man. He's the guy who started the snub nose revolver thing. Yeah, no, that's, I and then you, I was kind of reading a little bit about that, and it's the Colt VP, which is a verified proof mark stamped okay. on the left side of the trigger okay. guard, and that's where it meets the frame. It was uh, obliterated by removing the front of that guard. So basically, when you kind of look at that, they had to be re-stamped on the frame beneath the serial number under the cylinder crane, requiring that the cylinder be opened to see it now. However, at least two known fits, special detective revolvers had the VP re-stamped at the factory on the right rear of the trigger guard where it meets the frame and also an official police fit special, number 624285, so this location may have become the standard on the Colt small frames. And just, you know, when you look at guns, and like you or me, and I'm sure Gene can uh, testify to this, you always wonder why certain things happened. You know, why did they do this? Why was this put here? Now we know. You know, if you take something, you change and modify its uh, 
you know, it's frame, it's trigger guard. That, that mm-hmm. It's got to be serial numbered. So what do you do? Well, there you go. So anyway, it's just kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Uh, Doug, uh, I guess they didn't a- appendix carry away back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says apex, but he means appendix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that, man. I don't want to lose a one quarter inch of what I got. So I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to lose inches, do they? Anyway. Yeah. No, not even quarters of it or eighths, anything. So. Well, tell you what, let's uh, go to our next break. Let's uh, okay. pay some bills and thank our sponsors. Yep. And when we come back, then I think we're going to, what, some 2A bullet We're points. going to 2A bullet points. You bet. We got some right. good ones here for you. So hang in there. Appreciate you guys hanging in. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads, so now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. 701-258-6308 your north dakota proud patriotic auto repair service guns in the 701 is sponsored by the blind guy of north dakota for all your custom window coverings you can contact them at 701-222-3932 they're freedom-minded they're patriotic and they love the second amendment this husband wife team was born and raised right here in north dakota and based out of bismarck Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. It's every American's right to bear arms. At Mandan Sporting Goods, we're here to help you support your Second Amendment rights, which reads, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Whether you're looking for a pistol for personal defense or collector gun, we have the staff to help you. We also have the area's largest inventory of ammo and reloading supplies. Mandan Sporting Goods, the area's local gun and ammo specialists. All right. Yeah. Thanks to all of our sponsors, guys. They, they, we cannot do this without them, and they're going to keep, help keep us on the air, and uh, we can't thank them enough. Make sure you stop in there. If you do, tell them you heard it on Guns in the 701. Yeah, and uh, the commercial there says them FMK lowers. That's not the price of them there anymore. No. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, you know what? We might have to go in and redo a commercial. for. for yeah. Right. Oh, That's a pretty sure. old one. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. So, and, guys, if you go, go in, yeah. Awesome, now, man. This is a Smith, but uh, yeah, nice little gun. I can tell you, this baby's loud, guys. This baby is Yeah, loud. yeah, you get it's a good fireball out of those two. Yeah, yes. it looks like almost like the one I shot, except my, my uncle's or my cousin's was blue, not not uh, oh. stainless, but I prefer it's stainless. That's titanium. Is that what it is? Okay, wow, it's light then, sweet. Oh, it's, that, and it's light, but I can tell you better hold on to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. got some man killers in it. So, all <laughs> <laughs> at you points. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. So we kind of on Monday we covered this a little, little bit on Jay's show. It's you know, hey, we're guns in the seven hundred one. It's the Second Amendment bullet points, but 
we do hunt here. Second Amendment is part of uh, what yep. you use to get your guns to go hunting. Um, Game and Fish completed its annual mule deer survey. And, it and deer. results indicate Western North Dakota mule deer population. Man, this is a lot lower than I thought it was going to come in at. 29% um, lower than last year and 5% below the long-term average. Biologists counted 1,994 mule deer and 286.3 square miles during this year's survey. <clears throat> the overall density in the Badlands was seven per square mile. Wow. You know, and what do we got? A little more, little more uh, ratio here. Biologists counted 1,116 mule deer in the aerial survey, which was 31% lower than in 2021. The ratio of 69 fawns per 100 doe was higher than 2021. 60 to 100, but well below the long-term average of 87 to 100. Uh, 40 bucks per 100 does was similar to 2021 in the long-term, you know, similar to that. So it, um, and I, as I said, Monday, if you listened, I, I seemed like the, when I seen the milder out at, out at our ranch there, my dad's and my uncle's, it was, mm-hmm. it was slightly lower, not, not a lot. I wouldn't say 30% where I'm at, but you know, it was, it was, I don't know. I wouldn't say disappointed. I wasn't disappointed, but I was just kind of like, oh man, it is lower, but, but whatever, man, they, they came through the winter better than I thought. They look like hell. They, I mean, oh, <laughs> ones I've seen. Oh. yeah, they almost look gray. I mean, you can tell winter was rough on them, but they're, and they're not shedding off like they usually do. Um, no, but I'm noticing that even with the cattle, um, my cows ain't shedding off like they usually do. They're, I mean, they're looking fine. They're not thin or nothing. They come, mm-hmm. and yep. they've got, and they're on a mineral program. So it yeah. isn't that. <laughs> well, I would say the deer I seen alive, they didn't look thin by any means. But man, they they weren't moving too fast. Not no. that muleys are are you know speed demons like white. I mean, they do actually run faster than a whitetail top speed, but they, they weren't they weren't they weren't leaving. <laughs> yeah. We had this debate in a, in a hunting shack a couple of years ago with one of my buddy's kids. And I'm like, I've been to disagree. I think mule deer are faster. And, and they were, I think a mule top speed was 43 and a white tails was like 39. So, yeah. So Travis yeah, has, he says, yeah, he goes, we had a hundred mule deer probably in the hay. We had, you know, we had some, I, it wasn't a big issue here with our hay, but they were in the hay that was the South of us. So that's probably why they stayed out of ours. I guess they yep. should have hauled theirs, but <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric's comment up there. That's a good one. I like that. My buddy is one of the guys that does the aerial deer counts. He's a short guy. Maybe he couldn't see out the windows as well. And miss some. <laughs> I can tell you this though. Like I, like we talked about on the show. Um, we got mule deer around here. Um, actually pretty good. In fact, I got more mule deer than I usually do here, but the mm-hmm. numbers seem down overall in, in the area. Mm-hmm. Whitetails, what little one, little bit I had coming back. I just, I just actually took a, a cruise over and they don't look good. I didn't see one, one white. No, I didn't see one. I didn't see one white tail. And, nope. uh, you know, that's just the way it goes. Mother nature, she's a, she's a cruel beast, but uh, there's a reason for it. I'm not going to question that. Yeah. You know? We'll see what happens. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to start now in the summers here. I'm going to be out scouting and then doing a lot more out, out the farm there. I'm going out in a couple yeah. weeks, help my dad do some fencing and, and other things there. So I'll, I'll keep everybody up to date on right. what's going on and I'm sure I'll have some videos up for it. So I can tell you what took the biggest hit here is uh, when this all started here, you know, in, in our area, the, the pheasants moved into the yard and I thought, huh, Okay, fine. I didn't care. Uh, at least I had a place to come and maybe survive. Yep. 
by the end of this winter, by the, by the time this all got over finally, I have a handful left. So yeah. I don't have, I had some confidence that, Hey, if I can keep them alive here, eh, maybe they'll make it. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was, I got to admit, I was surprised at how many pheasants I saw. I mean, there was tons more once when winter, when the big storms first hit there in December, yep. but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's a huge population, but it's way better than I thought. And with, with the way, if it rain, if this, especially if this rain comes now and everything starts growing fast, you're going to be able to get some good cover and, them right. pens will have good cover for their nests and we're always going to be taking you know take care of the raccoons and everything else and it's only going to help in the long term so cool all right clayton like what do you well. got what what you get yeah what you got i got a few more two-way bullet points if you got some here <laughs> yeah trampus says all your whitetails are over here now Clay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe i'll have to come get a trailer load and bring them back over. yeah yeah there <laughs> so, you go so anyway, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about a case here uh, that the Supreme Court has decided to hear. Uh, a lot of people probably don't realize it or even wonder why this case might have anything to do with Second Amendment, but I'll tell you what it is. It's basically the Chevron deference case, um, Loper Bright Enterprises versus Armando. It was brought by a group of commercial fishing companies who challenged the rule issued by the National Marine Fisheries Service requiring them to pay government observers and make sure that the companies were complying with the management plans. Okay. Once again, government regulation overstepping. Well, what they did was uh, national Marine fisheries service claimed that cl uh, claims that use Chevron deference when making this rule. So the Chevron case basically stems from a 1984 Supreme court case when Chevron versus versing the natural resources defense council you know, we all know who them guys are, I'm sure. And it states that the court defers to the responsible federal agency for the interpretation of a law when the law is ambiguous or unclear. So basically what they're saying is if the law is too vague, it's open-ended, then we're just going to leave that to an alphabet agency. Yeah, that's a great idea, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That always okay. turns out good. Yeah, so that happened in 1984, then the commercial fishing companies um, let's see here. Uh, the commercial fishing companies are asking the Supreme Court now to reconsider its ruling in Chevron, and the Supreme Court now has agreed to hear the group's case. So the difference is, is in 1984 versus this court. Ooh, big time, big time difference. Um, it'll be interesting to see. But how does this, how does a fisheries corporation and this rule come into play with the Second Amendment? Ever hear that little thing called the ATF, everybody? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Another mm -hmm. federal regulatory deal. Our buddies. They're our buddies. And the ATF based everything they did on these regulations. They took it back to the Chevron ruling, saying that they, being the, the uh, law is unclear, which it's not, but they, they were basically referring to the NFA, mm -hmm. National Firearms Act, saying that it didn't cover enough. And so they used this premise of the Chevron ruling to go ahead and ban bump stocks. They used it to come out and say pistol braces now are machine guns. And that's what they used, guys. That's why this is pretty important because uh, if the Supreme Court, when they get this case and they overturn the Chevron ruling in 1984, guess what happens? You, you know darn well that uh, people like the NRA, probably National Shooting Sports Foundation, a lot of these guys are going to file suit. They're already winning this case in district courts. As far as bump stocks and the pistol brace thing, it's going back and forth, which I knew would be yep. played out. And if if they overrule this, guys, 
And right now, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get my hopes up too high. I'd give it a 50-50 based on pre- previous rulings like brewing. Brewing was huge. If they follow that suit, you could see basically the ATF cut off at the knees, which would be an awesome thing because they're not going away. With a sawzall or what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that's a bad sawzall. <laughs> nice. Jamie had to throw in a little comic relief there, <laughs> but. I'm telling you, um, everything matters when it when this happens. Uh, I know that gun owners of America got involved in this. Um, they're they're basically saying the same thing that they're hopeful that this will will happen. The Supreme Court will overrule it, and essentially it'll take that whole executive part of our checks and balances. You know, we have legislative, we have judicial, and we have executive. The executive branch right now thinks they're they're a king. They think they're a monarch. Oh yeah. Actually, they're they just they think they're dictators, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing. They're they're putting people in place. They're putting these agencies in place. They're putting the people in these agencies to just regulate you because they're the mighty federal government. They don't even care if they're breaking well, the law. Clay, they know better. Yeah, they know better how to run our life, right? Just yeah. pay your taxes and shut up and do as we're told, yeah. right? So anyway, yeah. I just wanted everyone to know about this, that this is one of them cases you'd probably never really think much about. And then when you start thinking about what the implications could be afterwards, it's huge. It's, it's just like what Bruin has done for everything else. It's been a big thing. It's mm-hmm. just like Roe versus Wade being overturned. A huge thing that that, that completely changed. Abortion is illegal now, right, Clay, everywhere? Yeah, wouldn't it be nice if that's actually what it meant? <laughs> it's not, Democrats. So, so hold on. Don't get your hair on fire. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I wanted you guys to know about that. That's that's one of my two A's. Awesome, man. Points. All right. I get all right, I got one here uh, kind of tied in with how uh, Clayton and I met. Um, uh-huh. So uh, NRA range development grants. The, the NRA distributed more than $1 million in range development and improvement grants in 2022. Um, to ensure a robust future for recreational target shooting and shooting sports, gun owners need a place to learn, train, and compete, said Joe DeBrigalis, Jr., Executive Director of NRA General Operations. Thanks to the generosity of NRA members, NRA Foundation donors and those who attend Friends of NRA events. That's how I met Clayton. Mm-hmm. NRA is able to provide the resources sought after by clubs and public agencies to build, expand, and improve ranges in their communities. Hey, hey. Just, let's get. Uh, well, hey, I heard there's a rumor going around that another uh, Friends of NRA might be banquet might be cranking up out west here, Clayton. Really? Well, that'd be yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I'll have to fill you in on that, but yeah. So, you know, might have to go and actually, yeah, for sure. Uh, million dollars. I mean, I don't know how far a million dollars goes on, on range development, but that's, that's a million dollars they don't have without the NRA there. And, yeah. um, I mean, I support other, our pro gun organizations, but last I checked GOA, they don't give anything to, to range development. No, they don't. And, you know, Thanks, don't Zach. Get wrong. <laughs> yeah. We'd be a lot have... better off. <laughs> You make me your VP then? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I want to be the attorney general. No, you're kicking my orcas out. <laughs> Slap him on a bald head and toss his ass there out of that go. chair. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Hell, I could be the ATF uh, main guy. I mean, that guy don't know nothing. Damn it, Clay. I, I like knowledge. that a lot better. I like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got any more two-way? I got one more two-way bullet point if you don't got one. Well, I was just going to add something. So, uh, no, go for friends it. of NRA, guys. Um, you know, Friends of NRA has been around now for 30 years, I believe it is, or close to it. And they, they've literally given millions and millions and millions of dollars at our 
at, you know, at our height out here in the Dakotas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shortly before I retired. Uh, I mean, we were doing 750,000 gross with about 500,000 close to it in money that was net, meaning we had about 250 to almost 300,000 a lot of times, guys, between the two states to give out grants. Think about that in the Dakotas. Well, I'll tell you this, Clay, on on the way to my family's farm, my dad's in in Golden Valley there, Mm -hmm. Zap Sportsman's Club. You know why Zap Sportsman's Club got that nice new building and extended that range out to 300, all the dirt work Uh, and all that? Yes, I do. I was at that state fund meeting when you guys approved it. (laughs) Yeah, and Jesse Jesse Flath, I think, was Jesse running the Friends NRA banquets up there. Yep, in Hazen. Bueller, Hazen, wherever they were. Him and uh, uh, Jeremy, and then, of course, we had Darren Mund and then his wife. We we had a good crew I'm sorry, Darren. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, they uh, they did a great job, and uh, yeah, we we took some money out there. The Bismarck Pistol and Rifle Association, Bismarck Man, they they received a ton of money yep. from the Friends of NRA program oh, yeah. in North Dakota. Minot, their indoor facility as well as their outdoor facility. Again, I remember and, Fargo. What did we give to Fargo? It was uh, was it college oh, or it was a uh, the NDSU Collegiate. Uh, yeah, it was one of the shooting sports teams yep. that in there yep. we got them going i think it was 20 some thousand signing with ndsu the cowboy center fullback <laughs> <laughs> come on lebke uh, hopefully second amendment <laughs> yeah i know hopefully he's from wisconsin so there you're um, telling me there's a chance so. and then you go out to dickinson out in dan brown's country dan chaired that event out there for years and did one hell of a job i, I mean it was he was a great guy to work with and uh I can tell you what they they took some good money out there and improved their ranges. Uh, I mean, we, we get, just we went everywhere: Williston, uh, Minot, Bismarck, Mandan. We had one in Bismarck and Mandan for a while. Yeah, if you if you don't think um, ranges help with with um, you know taking the Second Amendment rights to the next generation, oh, you're crazy. I mean, you get you huge. got like they just said in that I read, you got to have a place to shoot and do that Absolutely. sort of thing. I mean, as far as hunting goes, I mean, I don't. Man, I I've trans Clay, I've transformed so many people by taking them shooting, not necessarily hunting, but shooting. And I'll man, I'll bet you ninety percent of the people I took shooting, and, and it's been a lot. I they they've turned over. If they were apolitical and didn't care, they ended up being um, maybe not conservatives, but they definitely turned into Republicans and support the Second Amendment one hundred percent. So, I mean, doing that is a huge thing you can do, guys. If you, you know, it is one thing yes. you can do. <laughs> Trust well, me, you can turn a lot of people. That, and, you know, you can just kind of – it's easy to show show people who is against your Second Amendment civil rights. It, I mean, it's right out there for you. Well, and I'm a product of take a person hunting or shooting. I truly am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I never – I didn't really grow up with it. Um, in fact, Eric's dad was one of the guys that probably introduced me first uh, the, the correct way to how to use firearms. Yeah, and I've been hooked ever since, and it really is. I always kind of go back to him because I was good friends with Eric's brother Ryan, and he was in my class. We graduated, still good friends, and I can tell you right now, it's because of those guys that I learned how to hunt and shoot, do it correctly, and and follow the rules. Yeah, and um, I've been a lifelong hunter and shooter ever since. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you can change a person's mind. I've actually taken people out that were on the fence, so whether. Oh, yeah. they, they said they supported the Second Amendment, but they didn't need you know AR. Then I take yep. them out and shoot an AR, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's kind of fun!" Yeah, damn, that was awesome. Yeah, it ain't just for killing people. <laughs> yeah, well, like well, Beto said that. I mean, they're not they're not made. You know, you know, everything's anyway. No, uh, yeah, that's right. 
you, so yeah, hundred percent, Zach. Most people, you you take shooting, pick up the sport, and change your tune. Eggs, hundred percent. I have never taken anybody shooting, and we got done. I said, God, that sucked. I haven't either. I've never. <laughs> have. Dan uh, chimed in here. He says the Teddy Roosevelt chapter had a few sixty thousand dollar netting events. They absolutely did. I can tell you that one year, and it was fantastic. I mean, Dickinson came in at you know sixty or so. Uh, Watford City was in that 50 to 60. Williston was up there. I mean, just those three banquets alone were doing 180 to 200 thousand dollars. A lot of MVE profits. money. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can do a lot of you can do a lot of good things with that, and we did. Um, oh yeah, we awesome, you know man. Triple D come along, and then in the short you know three short years, the <laughs> programs seemed like they fell apart. And I know he tried to blame me, but oh, we won't go down that road. Yeah, yeah. Right. let's tell just you put what. it this way: there's not near the banquets as there was then. I got one. I got one more. Then we're gonna do one. One more yep. commercial for our for our top dog sponsor, and then it's gonna be a happy ending. So all right, uh, right here we got. So this is a kind of a a quick quick wind reading thing. I wish our buddy Dave was listening because he's a long range shooter. But um, so uh, this is from uh, what am I looking at here? NRA American Rifleman. Okay. You got a three to five mile per hour wind, Clay. It's felt slightly on your face, okay? <laughs> right? Yeah. Five to eight. This is if you're looking, if you're if you're hunting or if you're shooting something out away. Five to eight mile per hour wind. You see the rustling of the trees. Hmm. Okay. Eight to twelve. Uh, the wind will actually lift up the dust and paper from the ground. Okay. And twelve to fifteen. Causes small trees and shrubs to sway. So if That's you're shooting anyway and you see a deer out there and you, you see them trees you're kind of swaying, <laughs> you're going to know that baby's 12 to 15. And if you know your ballistics or your bullet, I mean, even on your bullet box, it gives you a good idea. You're probably going to hit it. You know, that's, uh, so is that the had, highest they went for wind? That's as high wind? as they went after huh. that, man. You just get closer. <laughs> Well, I know that 20 plus makes your bullet lift. Yeah, yeah we do know that. We know we, that, don't we? I, honestly, my buddy uh, Tony brought his wind wizard thing out to the to our place once, and we were shooting, yep. and we're like, what do you think the wind is? And I can't remember who it was with, but we're like, eh, about eight miles an hour. Nah, man, he, he buzzed that thing, and it was like 14 going, wow, really? It's that high? Okay. You know, North Dakota. Just... <laughs> We're so used to win. It's like, yeah, uh, it's 15. But I, like. I will say this with his first shot, then at 1400 yards, he did, he did hit the gong. It was, it was pretty sweet. Wow. And that thing was like, I want to say it's about 36 inches tall and 18 inches wide. But yeah, he, he daggered it. It was awesome. <laughs> Brian, that ain't even a North Dakota breeze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree, Brian. I mean, it, 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 well, like the, these guys probably not shooting in North Dakota a lot. So, I mean, but, hell, yeah. We, I mean, that'll give think, you a little bit of an idea. 30 plus mile an hour gusts that day when we were on that dog town. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. hey, we well, stuck with it. Sustained 28, I think. 25. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. It, yeah. It sucked. It was it was blowing. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do our last profit time out here, and then we're gonna all come right. back with a happy ending. So, all right, hang hang in there. The seven hundred one is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at three hundred nine South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at seven zero one two five eight six three zero eight. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters, and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. 
Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsor, Guns in the 701, and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. Absolutely, guys, and and I can't tell you enough about the service down at Lower Auto. In fact, Doug, I got to get a hold of you and see if we came up with any solution for the for my Dodge. I know we talked about that one mm-hmm. other time, and we thought we are going to have to change them springs out, but we'll talk about it uh, I know I'm planning to come up for 2A day, so I'm looking forward oh, to yeah. that. Oh, yeah. we got to talk to a few other people about that I've and seen on here, too. Why don't you read this comment here? we got I'm gonna, a new guy here, Matt Spencer. I'm going to read that. Yep. you got a good comment here. So I don't know what's going to work best here. I think. Um, I, I think just reading that right on All the right, right side. Matt yeah, Spencer, uh, this is a guy I met, by the way. He was from California. He was going attending school down at the School of Mines in Rapid City. By the way, he won a gun off the wall of guns. Awesome. Um, he became awesome a volunteer. He's a great guy. He was up to the cabin a couple of times. Anyway, he says, 100% right. Even though I grew up in Cali, he says, I was very versed in firearms growing up. Between high school and up into college, I can't tell you how many people I took shooting who asked me, and I took pretty much every volleyball and basketball team member because I enjoyed teaching people who did want to learn, awesome. whether for themselves or to impress their significant others. I think you did to meet chicks, I think, Matt. But anyway. <laughs> Whatever works, man. <laughs> he says, it didn't hurt having the, that connection with them in college either. He says, but taking someone shooting who wanted to learn or is timid or against firearms, it returns a positive result most every time. And he, he also talked about how, if I remember right, how he took a lot of ladies. And, you know, I found mm-hmm. that too. Ladies were probably the most inquisitive about it, especially new shooters. I just, I had my... My nephew's girlfriend out here about a month ago in between snowstorms, and we did a little shooting. And she came from Pennsylvania and didn't grow up that way. Now she likes to shoot. Guess what she's looking for? She's looking for her own pistol now. Yeah. So. And, hey, guys, um, here's here's a good bit of advice for you. Don't be an asshole if you get a gal out there. Yes. 410 if you want to go shotgun, 22 if you want to do a pistol or rifle. Don't do it be, right. Yeah, don't be I – know, I know women who hate shooting now because their dads did that to them. Don't do that. It's going to be a fail for you. And Matt said it was a 1911 Kimber. I, I remember that. Sweet. And uh, back, you know, piggybacking quick on what Jamie just said, guys, don't be a dick. Don't do that. Don't take these ladies out and give them the biggest gun and then record them and go, hey, 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 look at that. You know what? You just ruined someone for life probably. Yep. They couldn't care. Yeah, they don't want to do it. You, if, Clay, if somebody takes you out the first time and it's totally unenjoyable and it, you, you don't want to do it again. Probably and you couldn't not. care less about or it. Or I'd definitely go find somebody else. Um, yeah. yeah but I mean, most most women there. would be like, screw it. Chicks yeah. don't dig a snub nose. You're exactly right, <laughs> They Gene. don't. That, that would not be fun yeah. to shoot. Loud I, ass recoil. Don't do not do it, man. I, I suggested first-time shooter 22. For, and bring some milk jugs along, four or five of them, milk cartons, milk jugs. Yes. Some kind of reactive target, something that blows up. They can see it's it's fun. I mean. Trust Reactive me. targets are the best way. And, yeah. Oh, and I, I like. I'm with you. A 22. I, in fact, that's what I took with Danelle, and I took her and and uh, shot. You know, learned her how to do it. We did a 22. Yeah. She got familiar with that, and then we moved up. Now she has her own 380. She loves that. That's a little Kimber. Yep. And she's shot. Well, she's actually shot this gun, guys. She's she enjoys it now. But yeah, don't go out there and do that. I mean, you want to ruin them. That's a good way to do it. Give them a yeah. big 12 gauge they've never shot. Even with shotguns, I prefer using semi-autos with ladies. 
it takes some of that recoil out. Make it enjoyable <laughs> and fun. Yeah, I got a text uh, from the blind guy. He said, it's kind of like going coon hunting with Marty. <laughs> and it's funny because Marty Beard just chimed in. Is that why no one will go coon hunting with yeah, me anymore? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and Brian, Brian Wander's got a good one there too. Don't choose your wife's gun either. Yeah, let her no, do it. Let Whatever do fits it. the hand. Don't, hey, what you need is this. Now I'll go in there and get your hand around a gun. But it doesn't matter the caliber. If it fits your hand good, that's you're going to shoot it better for sure. Well, so when my nephew come out here, Jovi is her name. She came out. She's like, what gun should I buy? I was like, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a few that she can try out. And we tried out revolvers and semi-autos, even to did a single shot. She tried out a, a, a variety of handguns and, and decided which one she liked the best. Um, mm -hmm. it, you know, the one she liked the best at first when she looked at them, she thought she really, oh, I want one of them. And that is not what she thought. Yeah, just because they buy. look good doesn't mean it's going to fit you no. good and shoot good for you. So I'm I saying mean, you, the, more, the number one thing I tell people is if it fits, it feels good in your hand. Like if you point it and it feels like you're well, pointing your finger and that trigger has got to be, you got, you got to have a good trigger on it, especially if you're a new shooter. Yes. You know, and I can tell you this right now, if you buy a gun that you don't like, you won't shoot it. Nope. Because it's no fun. No. Buy something that so you're going to love to shoot. And that happens to be a 22, so be it. Go mm -hmm. out, shoot it, have a lot of fun. Learn how to use it that way. You you know, part of shooting is, is muscle memory. You know that. And anybody yep. who shoots knows that. You have to learn that. That's something that's learned. And it's learned over time and doing it. You can't just go out and grab the biggest gun off the shelf and go, ah, I'm going to get yeah. this 50. Pretty rare that happens, man. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so, so anyway. we got Zach. He said, my mom and aunt shoot like 500 rounds out of my black rifles. No, yeah, there exactly. you go. Perfect. Exactly. Awesome. I mean, it's pretty rare that I have somebody shooting the air and they're like, ah, I think I'd rather shoot that bolt rifle. Most of them, my kids for sure, are like, yeah, I'm going to shoot the AR, Dad. Oh, and it ain't because they no just go out and blow off a bunch of rounds. There's less recoil. You know, I'll tell you what, ARs look badass. I mean, that's an appeal. You know, somebody goes and buys a Mustang or your your, your big uh, pickup, you do it because it looks badass. And just because yeah. you can't buy a gun because it looks badass. Yeah, I can. Just like I can buy everything else that attracts me like that. Kiss Absolutely. my ass. That's why I like stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be that appeal. <laughs> Eric chimed in. He goes, my wife started out with 7mm08. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. You know. Not, you know, them don't kick like you think. I, I enjoy my 7mm08. Let's see. Uh, I think that's over there. <laughs> uh, All right, Clay, here's what we're going to do. Hold on. Everybody. If you don't know what this, uh, t oh, this yeah. intro is, you're going to know soon. <laughs> never gets old. Never uh, gets yeah, old. it's time for that happy ending, baby. I love it. All right, here we go. So the last two weeks we went down to Tejas for the happy ending, right? Yep. Right, Clayton? Yep. Yep. See, I know some Spanish, right? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so an armed South Carolina woman defended herself and her child from a man who invaded her home late on the evening of Sunday, January 22nd, 2023. Now, somebody listening, yeah, J.D., so you got to go way back to 2023 in January. to No, trust me, I can find them from this week. Yeah, I, I have can, one right now. To, to, yeah, to but this is what with. I like because because I read this and I I love this yep. one. All right, so back to the, back to the happy ending. At 10:40 p.m., the 28-year-old intruder entered the apartment where the woman and her child were residing. The woman fired once, striking the piece of trash, who collapsed just inside the apartment door. Police were called and attempted to render aid, 
but the turd nugget was pronounced dead at the scene. The woman and her child were unharmed during the incident. And then, the, and then we got a comment here from the or quote from the police chief, uh, Don Robinson. Right now, it remains unknown why the turd nugget entered the apartment and the investigation is ongoing. In the meantime, we recognize the resident's right to defend her home and family as per Castle Doctrine under South Carolina law. Thank you, you South go. Carolina. And thank you, homeowner, for using your Second Amendment rights to not only defend yourself and your child, but do everybody else a favor. Absolutely. And that is the happy ending of the week. <laughs> that man has now assumed the room temperature. Yeah, good riddance to you, you scumbag. So Gene Cox chimes in. He says, hey, J.D., El Camino means the Camino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Gene. I do know what I do know what L E L means. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> the Camino. Is that like the Ohio State? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that, for sure, right? And uh, Zach Meyer, I'm just a couple. Zach Meyer, he's a 17 HMR. Oh yeah, beginner gun. And Big right. reaction when he hits. He says, I bought my AK and my AR because they look cool, and there's nothing wrong. Right with on, that. Zach. Right on, man. Zach's a skier. I know Zach from from way back when when I skied right. and we skied together. He, you buy just like buying a pair of skis, man. I like these skis. They look badass. I got good, you know. Well, it's just like buying cool caps, you know. I, I got that is a cool, cool cap, you know, man. Guns of yeah. the seven hundred one. I'll tie that right in there. Right on. Look for merch. <laughs> All right, Clayton. So let's do a little preview of what we got coming up here Friday. Every yeah. Friday, Clay and I are on with uh, Todd Mitchell, Mitchell in the morning at uh, 7.40 a.m. Mountain, 8.40 a.m. Central. Right there. We're on, there we go. There's... <laughs> I got to change Todd. that picture. God, I yeah. look like I just walked out of a... That's Todd's own picture, man. So Yeah, but I look yeah. like shit. Yeah. Well, do you? Yeah. I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I just look scruffy, I guess. Anyway. We can change it anytime you want, Clay. A couple weeks here on 2A Day, you get yourself a good one. I'll change it. There we go. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Maybe we can get Todd out there. So we, we usually, we're on for about 20 minutes, and yep. we're going to talk about, first thing we're going to hit on, if everybody's in, anybody into sports or boxing in particular, you know who Deontay Wilder is. He was arrested for having a concealed gun in Hollywood. I tell you what, you're going to love what Deontay Wilder had to say after he got arrested for this. It's, it's awesome. I, I'm not saying Deontay's um, a Trump supporter, but I, I've heard him say some other things. I definitely don't think this guy's a Biden supporter either. <laughs> yeah. So after that, then we're going to go. Montana's passed four new laws to protect your Second Amendment rights. Montana's, has, Montana has been kicking serious A on I mean, passing they, stuff. And they don't take no butt. shite from, from uh, gender-confused people who want to raise hell in their state house either. That, that's right. awesome. And then this, this is kind of a cool story too here, Clayton. Um, SCI, which stands for... Safari Club International. International. Yep. They made a robot bear that simulates a grizzly charge to help people prepare if they're out hiking or whatever they're doing and a grizzly charges them. It's pretty cool. Those are three, three things we're going to hit on with uh, Mitchell in the morning this Friday. Um, it's going good. Hey, you guys, I'm telling you, if you like our, if you like our content, Todd's kind of dropping hints. He wants Clay and I to be on there for a little longer. Yeah. And maybe an hour so any any support you guys can give us on that it's freaking awesome and it's it's fun going on todd show i love doing that it's like i said before we, we have a lot of fun on that show we just do yeah just like we do with jay i actually stopped by today um because we're on every monday clayton and right well 11, when i get ahead. there on time yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah clay's passionately late 
But uh, uh, every, yeah, every Monday on, on KFYRplus.com, you can go on there. It's KFYR TV's live stream. Clay and I are on at 1130 a.m. Mountain, 1230 p.m. Central. Um, just drop some swag off for Jay. He's jacked up about it. He's got the same cap Clayton's got on. We got him, the, you know, he said sell your cloak and buy an AR-15 decal, <laughs> and he got himself a sweet, sweet right and black koozie made made for us by North Country Designs on Mandan. So, yeah, that, that's an awesome sticker, man. And and who made that for us, Clayton? I don't Who was that? I don't even remember. Minds of Wonders, man. Oh, that's Rick, right. Brian. Rick Knoddle, same guy who made our, our – yeah, Rick uh, did that for us. Yeah, made, right. our, made our signs in the background here. Rick's awesome. Man. Hey, if Rick you guys are looking for guy. anybody to make you, you know, signs or decals or anything, Rick's freaking awesome. And he – yeah, trust me, Rick's right on board with you. Got a right wing train of thought. He's awesome, man. So I just brought this up here. You can see, like, uh, right there. If you're if you're watching this, you can see, like, my boy there, Layton, and his buddy uh, Braden. Uh, they were wearing some guns in the 701 gear. They both wanted new hats, so I awesome. made that happen for him. Looks um, good on him. Looks great on him. You can see uh, right here is one here. I like that uh, hair Braden's got. It looks good, man. I wish I could grow me uh, out a mane like that. You know, it's kind of yeah. Funny. There's a camo I, cap. Clay had a picture of it on there. Yeah, we, I got. I'll just bring it up here. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's our pat. That's one of our patches, and we got like a kind of a different shade of brown there with gold, and then we got a black with silver, like Clay's got on his. We finally, found somebody who can sew these on. These, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're getting them all. They're all actually adhesived on now with with fabric. Eddie. We're getting them sewn on. I got it. So yeah, that one's cool, man. Those are freaking sweet caps. So man. I got to tell you guys that wanted these. I think I found a replacement. I placed an order for a dozen of them and it got back ordered with no delivery date. And then I finally got notification that they have been discontinued. But I found a different company. They're going to be similar. I'm going to order a dozen of those now, and mm -hmm. I'm just going to ship them to you, Jamie. Yep. Um, we got the patches. We'll put them on there. So we'll have it. We'll, we'll try them. We'll see what they're like. They're similar. They're not the same, which is very disappointing because I really like that cap. Yeah, a lot of people do. It's, it's cool, man. I got it the is. Carhartt look with the camo. So. Absolutely. And so here's the here's some of the patches we yeah. have. Hey, you guys um, can buy them patches separate from us, too. and have them, well, You can have them sewn onto your, your hoodie or your backpack or your duffel bag or, or whatever you want, man. They're well, bad. They look freaking awesome. If you want a cap one that's not pre-made say you know like these ones we're going to be ordering i'm going to get some more of the gray mm -hmm. some you know right here i'll, I'll pull these up because we're getting low on them if i remember yep. right yeah these right here i'm going to order some more of these yeah they're going fast actually. i'll get those in guys and if you want to change the color of patch on there we have a we have a variety here mm -hmm. give it a whirl let's just let us know yeah um, but we're about out of them we still have uh Several of the neon ones there. I like. Yeah, them. we got plenty of patches yet, but Clay said we're bought out of the caps. Is what he's. Yep. We're gonna have to order some more of those. But so we do have these. If you want one of them, uh, we got plenty of them. Yep. Eric, he's got his. He was one. He was. Yeah, he did. To get one of these. So. Yeah, and then of course <laughs> here's some koozies. Sweet koozies, man. Hey, I'm telling you, them koozies are. I thought other ones were pretty cool. These are cool. They're, they're actually yeah. a little thicker, and they're not nice neoprene. They're not this cheap foam shit. No, I mean, they're nice. They're gonna keep that that brewski, whatever you're putting in there. You wrap it on your water bottle, whatever you want. They're, mm -hmm. they're gonna work for that. There's their brother Case. Yep. yep, he's a big dude too. I mean, if you got a bigger bigger head, Casey there, Clay, he's a big mm -hmm. old football playing boy. He played college football. 
there one of the go. strongest dudes I ever met. He's a large, large American. He goes about six two, two seventy five. So <laughs> Brian's like, those new ones work good with your face if it has a little girth. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you look yeah. up here, guys, yeah. Brian's a large American too. He's a, he's he's not a small gentleman. We still have those t-shirts, and if you like the other, <laughs> if you like the other logo, you can have this put on it too. Yeah. Um, you know we're pretty flexible. It takes us a while. Uh, Cause it's just a, I got my little sweatshop going on down here. Please <laughs> <laughs> got some H1N1 guys coming. Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Eric. Yeah. I did say hoodies. FGL uses hood. Hey man, it was sweatshirts. Zip, zip up sweatshirts. I'm right here. I'm good. I got sweatshirts. <laughs> I got my hoodie. <laughs> I look like a gamer. <laughs> oh, Zach says it'll fit my giant heads. We're just kind of BSing here, guys. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's where we're at. I think we're gonna have a pretty good show on Friday. Um, yeah. Oh Todd, yeah. We always do. And I know we invited Todd to two A days. So I hope he can make it out there. Sounds like Leon's coming. Yeah. Um, hopefully he can make that. I'm I'm planning to bring my camper up so that I don't have to. For sure. Getting home or, or driving. I'll tell you what, we get in the hot tub, man. You're gonna get get Eric to come up there. Come, Eric, bring your hoodie up too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know Corey talked about trying to make it. I don't know, Eric. I I think you saw that message too. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love to. If you two can make it, it'd be a lot of fun. Yep. I got to go. Like, I'm gonna talk to Zach, and we'll see if Dan can make it over. I mean, it's gonna be sure. fun. We're gonna start at noon, and like I said, it's it's invite only. It ain't gonna be a free for all, but it's. One thing I got to show you, though. We're going to have a, we're gonna have a lot of video for it, so if you guys don't go, yeah, you're going so to have fun. You'll love this. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Christy that was freaking Nome awesome, man. Did an ad, did an ad basically, for NRA. <laughs> you should have got the whole ad on this. I should have. I just I kind of yeah. come She actually him. said, she Joe, said Biden Joe Biden sucks. sucks. <laughs> and I mean, when she said it, you can tell she means it. She didn't well, just it was say great. it. Yeah. I, I loved it. I, I shared it on her Facebook page on Guns in the 701. It, it's... Uh, Christy, Christy Nolan's awesome, man. I just, you know, she, she was a little lax on taking care of uh, property owners, though. Here on that, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, but I yeah. got you there, Clay. But you know what, man? I'm never gonna. I, you know, I didn't even agree with Trump 100. percent So no, I didn't either. And I'm never. We're not, none of us are ever gonna agree 100. I mean, it comes. She comes pretty damn close, and she's she's unapologetic for stuff. And she, oh, yeah. I mean, she doesn't lose her cool. Christy Nolan's no. an awesome freaking spokesman for. Oh, I mean, she and I can tell you this: Christy has been stellar on the second. She's minute. hot, man. Like I said, if, she, <laughs> if she's if she's picked as a as a VP, I'm telling you right now, guys and gals, she's gonna get like a couple million votes just for being hot because people vote on that kind of thing. I'm not they I'm do. not being facetious at all. I'm telling you the honest to god truth here. They, they will yep. do that. They will vote for her because she's hot. Oh, I, I know they will. And that's just a bonus so, to me because I, I think her, her views are hot and she's she's a beautiful woman. So, hey, Eric, evidently you didn't get my my text message, but I'll resend it and I'll I'll let you know what's going on here because uh, yeah, if you if you're able to come along, ride along with me. So yeah, all right, guys. Well, I think yeah, there you go. Hey, Kevin said, send her a hat. Clay, you're down. You're close, man. Send her I was one. Just in pier yesterday. GNT seven hundred one boys <laughs> got something for you. Yeah, I, she's I a smoke show. Absolutely. And I, I still have contacts there. Maybe, maybe we'll have to see if I can't make that happen. She'll be like, who the hell's guns in the seven? She'll know soon enough. Hot. Have you seen the current VP? Not. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're mm. talking about if Christie is. So. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, Gene. 
Yeah. All right, Clay. So we, you and I were going to go like 115, and we cut everything back. I mean, no, hey, I it was a fun show. I had a, this is awesome, man. I yeah. had fun, and fun. the weather was beautiful. I I didn't think we'd have this many people participating and watching because mm-hmm. this is awesome. Appreciate you guys tuning in and hanging with us this long. We should have been killing prairie dogs today. <laughs> That's coming up. Don't worry. I got yeah. my four wheeler tour part. Real quick, right um, Dougie and I are, are in the. Uh, uh, God, yes. What's the name of that? Uh, the Prairie Dog Shoot over at Shields. At Shields, and Clay actually has the goal from the people running it that he's gonna be he's gonna be filming me and Dougie over there, and he's gonna go live when we're down at the at the clubhouse here doing it. So sure I'm looking forward. That's gonna be awesome, man. It's gonna be so fun. June. Uh, what's the date on that again? Clay, Clay does some good. He takes some good videos. He does some awesome. June tenth. June tenth. So June tenth. Well, that's a Saturday. So we'll try to definitely make oh, that yeah. happen. Ooh, get ready. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to win a gun down there, too. Yep, they got okay. a big gun raffle there at the clubhouse. So Anyone can buy into that? Yep. Oh, darn it. I guess I better bring money. Yep. Get, <laughs> crack open that safe. Kick the cobwebs off there, Clayton. That moldy green one, right? <laughs> yeah. All oh. right, guys. And I can tell you, I'll give you a little yep. update on our Farm Bureau raffle. It's an AR-10. It's uh, chambered in 30-odd-6. It's at a a engraving. We decided to go with the burnt orange Cerakote on the beautiful on the, uh, uh, on the fore end there, on the shroud. Handguard, handguard, yeah, <laughs> on the shroud. And then what we're gonna do is, it's it's kind of like a stain. They call it stainless Cerakote, but it's kind of like a great. It's really cool looking. That's gonna be the receiver. We're leaving the barrel stainless, and then we're gonna do some nickel accents. Uh, I I kind of saw the mock up and uh, it looked real nice. I think we're going to have fun with that, and it's going to be yep. really nice. Any of the uh, embellishments are going to be in black. It'll look real good against that. Um, I would I would describe it more like a pewter color than the stainless Cerakote, mm-hmm. but I really think it's going to be nice, and uh, we'll have tickets supposed to be done before the end of the month. Um, we're going to have our meeting in June, the very first Tuesday in June with Farm Bureau, approve everything. And we'll get our tickets out. Hey, Daryl, so, I want some home cooking if I buy a damn ticket. There you go. So anyway, <laughs> um, we, we've had great support in the past. Uh, we got something new. We're hoping everybody is going to support it again and do like they did before because they that's kind of what people are asking for us to do an AR. So we're doing an AR-10, chambered in a 30-odd-6. This is a Noreen. Top-end stuff, guys. Top-end stuff. So Oh, yeah. You won't Marine's be disappointed. Awesome, I think you awesome. saw that gun, didn't you, Jamie? Oh, yeah. Damn yeah. right. That thing's badass, man. It's going to be more badass. It's the only 30-odd-6 they ever really wanted. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying. I usually buy some. I'm like Doc Holliday when I see it. It was the only thing I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. With that, I'm going to leave you with this picture. Uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> he's got Spuds McKenzie in a, in a wagon that says, "Oh Bigfoot my God, that's hilarious!" Spuds McKenzie from Budweiser. <laughs> so if you if you don't know what we're laughing about for the podcast, oh man, I love you that. Gotta get play. on there and go check that out. So, <laughs> and I got to give credit. I believe Eric was the one that's that shared oh, that in one of our little chat. That's uh, great, so, man. There you go, guys. Bigfoot that's rescue great. Spuds McKenzie from Budweiser. <laughs> And with that, everybody, I want to thank everybody for listening. It's been a great show. had a lot of fun here. And as always, don't forget to tune in on Friday. We'll be on there with Todd at 7.40 a.m. Mountain Time, 8.40 Central. And catch us in the crosshairs every Monday, 11.30 Mountain Time and 12.30 Central with Jay Dillon. Uh, It's a KFYR TV Plus. So go to KFYRTV.com, hit the live stream 
and uh, you'll see the show on there. Someday we'll get that Zoom hopefully figured out on my end. It's it's always yeah. It, it causes me to be late because I can't yeah. figure out all the settings. But fashionably late, man. You just yeah. a diva, Clayton. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, guys, uh, we'll be live streaming again on Wednesday night. Don't forget to check out the poll. We'll announce that what Monday. Yes, maybe? sir. Yeah, we're gonna and, have a yep. And we'll put it have up a new there. Po- We'll have a new poll up tomorrow. And hey, guys. Feel free to share it. We need Clay and I can't do this alone. We need your help. Like it, share it, subscribe, and let everybody else know who's uh, who's a Second Amendment advocate. Get them on board. We're looking to grow this thing, boys. All right, all right, everybody. Have a great rest of the week and uh, this weekend. And uh, always remember, what do we say? Keep Keep your powder powder dry. dry. Take care, everyone.